<laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, if you look at Ephesians chapter 3, Ephesians chapter 3, look at verse 14. If you want to be encouraged sometime, uh, a passage like this is very, very encouraging. Amen. It says, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. That's pretty incredible riches right there. Amen. Thank you. Thanks, Let me get this straightened out. All right, I think we've got it. But he says to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. That's what we're looking at, the inner man. The inner man needs that strengthening. He says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Uh, you know, when... God's saying here, he just wants us to get the full picture. He wants us to really sense who he really is. He wants us to understand completely who he is. Um, I'm going to preach today a message, and, and I'll be honest with you, it's, uh, it's more of a testimony. It's more of an encouragement. I'm not sure that the, the point even that you're going to get out of this, except that I'm going to tell you what God spoke to my heart about just about three nights ago. And so I'm going to, uh, hopefully it'll be a blessing and encouragement to you. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, I pray that you bless Holy Spirit of God. Lord, I need you. I need your presence, your fresh oil, your fresh anointing. Father, I need you to move through this room with your spirit. And Holy Spirit of God, I ask you to touch ears and anoint hearts with understanding. Oh, that we might walk out of this room not just people that, that exist as Christians, but people that burn inside to be closer to thee, to be yielded to thee. And Lord, I pray that you please just guide my mind this morning. I need you as much this morning as I've, I've ever need you, needed you. So I yield myself to thee. In Jesus' name, amen. Verse 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. It, it, God's trying to tell us there's nothing out of his reach. There's nothing that, that he couldn't do. There's nothing, no need that he could not meet. For many years, I've, I've had what uh, many call, and, and I don't know how much you uh, talked about it here, but, but I've had what, what I, I would call, many would call a God loves me sign. Anybody have that? A God loves me sign. When I first heard of uh, kind of this God loves me, son. Joe Beth, right now, she, she, uh, she assigns a God loves me, son, to every one of our grandchildren. And uh, before it got too many, I would, I would draw a little, 
uh, I, I love to draw, and you know, and I'm not an artist by any means, but I enjoy it. So I, I would draw whatever the creature was and, and put their name under it and do all that. And, and, uh, and they would post them on their refrigerators and different things. And, and she remembers, and you know, she'll see that sign. And, and, and she gives a, gave a I lo, you know, God loves me sign to each one of the grandkids because when she sees it, she begins to pray for that grandchild. But for many years, I had this God loves me sign. At, at, at first, when I first, you know, I just thought, well, I'm going to decide on something that is a God loves me sign. So I decided that I wanted, to, I wanted it to be a deer. I decided that, you know, I wanted to, I, anywhere I went, I just, you know, if I saw a deer. And, uh, and then during a the really rough time in my life, I added a couple more ways. I don't know if this is even normal or right, but I just said, Lord, I'm needing you so badly right now. Uh, one's not enough. I'm, I'm going to ask a couple. And so uh, I added a shooting star and a drop of rain. And I don't know if you've realized this, but you can go weeks and months without seeing a shooting star. Uh, but if it's your God loves me sign, it's amazing how God can allow you to look at the sky right at the moment that there it goes. You say, is it something spooky? No, it's just I think the Lord says, you know, if you want it, I'm able. I'm able. After leaving the hospital over three and a half years ago, I could hardly walk. Matter of fact, my prayer walk at that time would be basically to the end of the driveway. And it would be with Jobeth helping me to walk to the end of the driveway. But I could hardly walk and pray and and I'm going to just be honest with you. Many times I was extremely discouraged. You ever been discouraged? Many times I was just extremely discouraged. And I would begin to, to walk, and I was so incredibly weak. I'd lost 40 pounds in the hospital, and, and that entire 40 pounds was, the, was the, the, every muscle I had in my body. I just, I just had no strength whatsoever. And, and, and and, uh, and, of course, uh, I was having to heal from the inside out with the wound. It was a 10-inch wound in my abdomen. And, and, uh, and, and even just the movement, you know, I was held together with permanent, these big black permanent stitches that they had just pulling me together. And, and, uh, and even that, they, they would, those stitches, uh, since they were permanent, they, they kept, you know, the, the more that I would heal, the more they would just stick out of my, out of my body. And then they would get infected and, and it was, it was just a really rough time. But it was amazing during that time that I, I just, I needed at times, maybe almost nightly, I needed a special touch from God. I went over, well over those three and a half years. I started before that, but during those three and a half years, every time I would walk, every, I would walk, God would speak to my heart about something and I would come back and I would, I would write that out. I would write what God had spoken to my heart, the encouragement that he'd given me, something he had taught me, something he had showed me. But, but there, there were times as I would go and walk, I, I was in, a, in, in southern Illinois and it was a drought about uh, three and a half years ago and it was a horrible drought there. It hadn't rained in several months uh, there in southern Illinois and I was I was there and I was walking that night and it was just wispy clouds and I, I looked up and I said, Lord, just one, and I was in tears. I said, Lord, just one drop of rain because I, I just, I'm so weak and, and, and I can barely do what you want me to do and, and I don't know that I'll ever 
be really used by you. There was a lot of other issues in my life that were going on. I'd left the ministry that was my life for a lifetime and, and didn't know. And at times I felt like maybe God had taken me and put me on a shelf. And I was done. And I was walking there in that, that drought-laden place and it was just literally just what they call those serious, serious clouds. They were just uh, wispy clouds up there and and I walked, and, and as I, and I walked, and I prayed, and I said, Lord, just one drop of rain. And this may not do anything to you, but one drop of rain landed on my lip. And I fell to my knees and began to cry. And said, I got a God that cares so much about me. And billions of people and in this creation that have lived through all of history, God cared enough about me to let a drop of rain come from a cloud that should have no rain and land on my lip. I was there with my son-in-law and my daughter and they, because we, I was in pretty rough shape, no, any traveling we did, I, I just didn't have much endurance. And they even went and they, they built a little bedroom in the basement for us. Uh, it became kind of a prophet's chamber so that we could have, we could come to their area and, and came to their area. And we were, and it was a time again that I just was just speaking to the Lord and said, Lord, I just, I want to see and know that you love me. And, and you can believe this or not downtown Philadelphia, we pulled up to a stop sign and a buck with a rack ran out into the street. In downtown Philadelphia, uh, a buck ran out. And my wife looked at me and she said, I think God must love you. And I said, he does. He does not love that buck. Because that thing's in a heap of trouble right now. I was one night, and it was an incredible rough night because the, I'd gone through this, this surgery, and, and for that year, honestly, I, didn't, uh, I was depleted of protein, and, and, and I wasn't gaining any weight, really. Uh, I still uh, probably hadn't put on five pounds in, in, in a year, and, and, and then uh, I was having so much trouble with the infections that they decided they were going to, after a year, they would take those stitches out, the main ones out. And when they did, they ripped me open. And I uh, herniated a, the, the size of a softball. And, and, and then it was just to wrap me up, you know, to try to keep control for several more months until we could find a gap in, into our, uh, our schedule where I was going to have to go back in and have total reconstructive surgery again and start all over. And I was walking and, and the pain was incredible because it was just getting so large and, 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 and I was walking and I thought, Lord, I can't get out of this. I mean, it just every time I come up, I'm getting knocked down. Again, you ever feel that way? And I just, I, I was walking that night and, and I was in Crown Point, Indiana and, and around our, our neighborhood and, and, I, and, I, and I fell on my knees and I said, Lord, I need, I just need your touch. As I was on my knees, I heard snorting and I looked up and 
about from here to my brother John there was, was a deer that had walked out in the road and was looking at me and just stood there staring at me. I couldn't believe it as I got up and I said, thank you, Lord, and that deer walked off and, and I walked about, about 10 paces and a drop of rain hit my cheek. And I went about 20 more paces and as I looked up to say, thank you, Lord, a shooting star went across the sky. And I thought, Lord, this is incredible that you would care about me. Because I've failed you and failed you and failed you and failed you. But you care so much to do these incredible little things for this human being. They were all very encouraging times. And, and I'll be honest with you, I felt at the time I needed it greatly. And they happened often and repeatedly for, for especially the three years after my surgery. Those three years were, were rougher years. And during those three years, I couldn't, I, I had no job. We were living a life of total faith. And if you understand that when you do that, when you travel like we, we were, we were truly had stepped out in total faith. There was no source of income. I was laid up for, for six months with the first surgery where I couldn't speak at all for six months. The second surgery, I was laid up for two more months, couldn't speak at all, couldn't travel, couldn't do anything for two more months. And God, I think, just looked and said, I'm going to just keep encouraging you. Now you say, well, how come it hadn't happened to me? Well, the uh, only thing I can tell you is if you, if you look to him, he'll show you. I don't think if I had, I think if I'd stopped walking and stopped praying and stopped going, I don't think I would have seen the things. And then some months ago, God brought us to this present phase of life. And I'll be honest with you, the struggles are not the same. Faith is still essential, but it's not about the daily needs of life in the same way. The church, the people have been incredibly good to us. It's not about how will God use us and if he'll use us because he's brought us to this church. Amen. And to these, the people here, and we do love the people here, and I wish I could be uh, multiple people and and and. and and love more and be there more and, and do more. And now I walk at night and I almost never feel that overwhelming feeling of urgent need of an outward sign of God's love. And, and, and I don't know if you understand it, but I, I walk at night and I pray and, and, and I've gone pretty much the, the six months or so we've been here, I don't know that I've seen a shooting star. I have not seen a deer one time out in the area that we, that we live. Now, it's rained incessantly into the last couple of weeks, so I felt a few drops of rain. But a couple of nights ago, I was walking there in the New Jersey woods. I was doing a, a men's 
uh, meeting. It basically, that's where, you know, just a bunch of men get together and uh, it was a father-son thing, so it's where fathers teach their son to do this also, which it, basically it comes down to three days you don't bathe or shave. And so, uh, and so that's you know, the, really the purpose of getting out there and then going to the, the gun range at least once. And so, uh, but I was out there, and uh, I'd been preaching to the men, and, and each night it was so beautiful. Walk out into to the woods, and then there's some open fields out there, and the skies and the and there's no lights out there. It's, it's really uh, parts of New Jersey are very country. But as I was walking and talking to the Lord, I knew my dad was back in the hospital with us going through a series of procedures and surgeries. I knew Joe Beth was still bouncing back and forth between hospitals for her brother, Freddie, who's going through procedures and surgeries. They had contacted me while I was there and told me, you know, that my, our home loan was still in question and we've got about four days before our contract expires. And, and so I, they weren't the same kind of burdens. They weren't those, you know, where are we going to get the next meal kind of thing and how am I going to pay the rent, the utilities. But I began to walk, and, and I just said to the Lord, I, I, just one night as I was walking, I said, Lord, you know, this would be kind of a nice time to see a physical sign of your love. But it didn't come. But here's what came, and here's what I want to teach you. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but it's as it's much, in, and, and I thank you for your patience with me. I'm not preaching, I, I'm just, I'm kind of trying to share my heart. No physical sign came. There was no deer. There was no drop of rain. There was no shooting star. But a truth came into my mind so clearly. And again, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but it was just like, I've been out there at times where the Lord says, I'm going to teach you something. I'm about to teach you something. And in my heart, God said, why do you seek me in one or two or three ways when my love for you can be seen in a thousand? And I suddenly I stopped in my prayer time. I said, Father, you demonstrate your love for me in every breath that I take. You demonstrate your love for me than the air that I breathe and every move that I make, the stars, the trees, the grass, the chirping of the crickets, the songs of the birds, the coolness of the air, the beauty of the constellations. I started to think of a, a song that meant so much to me over the, the three-year period. He knows how much sand is on the shore. He sees every sparrow that falls. He made the mountain and the seas. He's in control of everything, of all the creatures, great and small. He knows my name. Every step that I take, every move that I make, every tear that I cry. 
He knows my name. When I'm overwhelmed by the pain and can't see the light of day, I know I'll, just, I'll be just fine because he knows my name. I don't know what tomorrow will bring. I can't tell you what's in store. I don't know a lot of things. I don't have all the answers to the questions of life, but I know in whom I believe. He knew who I was when he carried the cross. He knew I would fail him, but he took the loss. Every step that I take, every move that I make, every tear that I cry, he knows my name. And God just said to me, you, you've, you should see, and we've walked together, and we've come this journey together, and here we are now in your time of life. Listen, everything that you see, every breath that you take, every beat of your heart ought to tell you how much I love you. And this morning you can stop and realize he knows your name. Amen? He knows your name. He loves you. He demonstrated that love when you woke this morning. You know, because there's an army in the Bible that says they woke up dead. That's the most amazing thing I've ever read in the Bible. They woke up dead. They did wake up. They woke up in heaven or hell, but they woke up. They woke up. They were dead. God demonstrated his love to you when you woke up this morning. He demonstrated his love to you when you took your first breath. And can I tell you, when you've struggled for breath, breath means a lot, doesn't it? And you thank God for the ability to take breath. Three times pneumonia, three times in that hospital, I couldn't move my diaphragm, and the fluid is pressing against, pressing against my lungs. Three times they went into my back and, and drew out a quart and a half of fluid so I could breathe again. Can I tell you, it's pretty amazing, and you thank God when you can breathe. He demonstrated when, he, when, when you continue to breathe, the number of breaths that you take in a minute. What, a, what an incredible thing that God allows you to do. You don't even have to think about it, but it just keeps coming. And the number of heartbeats per minute, if you ever think about it. He did that when you place this bite of breakfast on your tongue. Listen to me. When you had a bite of breakfast on your tongue, and, and watch this. You, you knew that one tongue told you it was too salty. That one tongue told you it was too hot. That one tongue told you it was just sweet enough. That one tongue, every taste, but every... Listen, when you taste that food at lunch today, you ought to thank God you're able. When I was thinking about this and, and, and doing this, I thought of those pumpkin pancakes at Cracker Barrel. When we have the Merry Hearts Club, I don't care what you eat, I'm eating pumpkin pancakes. You say they're healthy, they're totally unhealthy. The only thing healthy about them is the word pumpkin. But man, if you go eat those pumpkin pancakes, they'll make your tongue reach out and slap your face to death. You can't eat them fast enough. It just, they're just so good. And every time I get them, Joe Beth says, I don't want any. Can I have a bite? Can I have another bite? Get your hand away, woman, they're my pumpkin pancakes. So bad for me. And I'm not really sure if those are from God or from Satan, but they, God demonstrated his love when he allowed you to love and be loved again. God demonstrated his love uh, when he gave us freedom to meet here this morning. 
God demonstrated his love with, when he gave you a home and a roof over your head and comfort from the heat and the weather. God demonstrated his love with the car you drove this morning or the bus that provided your transportation. God demonstrated his love when you opened your eyes to see again. What an amazing thing to be able to open your eyes and see again. When you heard others speak, what a wonderful thing to be able to hear. And when you're able to speak back to them, and I think of Freddie there in the hospital, and he wants so bad to speak. He wants so bad, and the only word that he's been able to say in the last two and a half weeks is mop. God demonstrated his love when he provided the church for you. God demonstrated his love when, when, when he allowed you, and real soon, and maybe tomorrow, he's going to allow you to see a little baby. Amen. You see that little baby and hold him in your arms. Do you understand the love of God? God demonstrated his love in every memory that you have of a loved one. God demonstrated his love when your mind is clear to be able to think. I wrote that, I was thinking about my dad as just struggling to find clarity. God demonstrated his love with the clothes you wear, with the shoes you put on your feet. God demonstrated his love when he allowed my heart to start beating 61 years ago. And it's beat over 100,000 times every 24 hours for 61 years. If I live to be 70 years old, it'll beat... 2 billion, 2.52 billion times. And I don't even have to do anything. God just said, start. And it's going to run until God says, stop. God demonstrated his love when he created us. And inside of me, he put veins and arteries that flow through my body, and if you put them end to end, they would circle the globe two and a half times. And you think that happened by evolution? No, it's happened by the love of God. God showed his love to me, even today, as my body, my, my heart pump is pumping, and in and, and 24 hours, it's going to pump enough that it could fill a, a tanker truck with blood. God demonstrated his love in my creation and the sustaining of my every day of life. God demonstrated his love when he remembered your name and wrote your name in the book of life. God demonstrated his love when he sent his son to die in our place. I told you, I don't know what I'm preaching this morning except this is that that God spoke to my heart, and I and I and I have I'll be honest with you, I had thoroughly enjoyed seeing that 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 sign that says God loves me, that God loves me sign. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and and I'll never see a deer again. That that it doesn't mean that I don't think, oh Lord, I, I, one more time you remind me, and I'll never see a, a shooting star again without thinking, Lord, I, I thank you that you love me, and I'll never feel a drop of rain without thinking, Lord, I thank you that you love me. But the Lord has brought me to the point. There's so many other things. Those trees out there, they speak the love of God. 
The breath that I'm able to take speaks the love of God. The mind that's able to work this morning speaks the love of God. The friends and the love that we have for each other is from the love of God. In this whole world, we get so caught up in looking at all the evil and all the wickedness, but, but as I walked the other night, the Lord just said, look at those trees. I created those. Look at those stars. I made those. Look at that lake. I put that for you. Look down at your legs that you're able to walk with me. Think of your tongue that you're able to talk to me. Look at the grass and hear the crickets and, and listen to the birds as they're singing. And you know what he did? He created all of that for you and me. And that's just a minuscule fraction of what God has done to show his love. Questions, not does God love us? Questions, not will He show us a sign? No, the question is, will we love Him? Will we love Him? Will you walk out of here today, or even before you walk out of here today? Will you take a breath and say, Lord, thank you. Would you put your hand here and just say, you're making that work, Lord. It's flowing all over my body and it's doing all that it's supposed to do because you love me. I get to see her when she's big and when she's little. <laughs> Amen. God allowed us to have that love. For God so loved the world that he gave. Gave his son that we could have eternal life, but he gave everything so that we could have life and have life more abundantly. Amen. Father, I pray that you bless. I don't, I don't know.